Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, the beauty of baseball is you can sit next to your neighbor and have a conversation, or you can just completely ignore them. Baseball spoken here. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. That is a reviewable play, but the Yankees choose not to review it. A swing and a drive to deep right. Away back off the pole. Francisco Lindor. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. A deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. It's 2-2 two to two in the bottom of the sixth, and I just can't get my eyes off that man with the tall head. It's quite a game, but man, that guy is ugly. You know that guy hasn't blinked this entire game? Just a dead-eyed idiot out on a Thursday afternoon. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. We're going to be awesome for you right now. On 1080. Hey, one for one, that's about a thousand, dude. That's baseball, baby. Help us, please. Somebody help us. The Fan. Yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crumble. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. Coming up at 8.30, we have fair or foul. We are looking for questions, suggestions, trivia. If you guys want to know something going on in baseball, shoot us a text, 55305. Phrase it in a way, and we'll uh, we'll call it uh, true or false, whatever that thing is. Yeah, if you, want to, if you want to do your own fair or foul, text them in. If yeah. not, we'll just probably skip it this week because Joe's out, but... Um, up Dang, to you. Joe Fisher. Up to you, texters. If you'd like if you'd like to do it, you are involved. You can you. choose our stat and or opinion-based questions at the fan text line 55305. Only you can prevent wild No fair or fouls. <laughs> I like how deep Sam Elliott's voice is. I don't even know if I can get mine. Wildfires. No. <laughs> I don't think because it almost sounds like you're whispering. I know, I know. He's got it. Uh, so we'll we'll do that at 830 if you guys come with something. Also in in uh 10 minutes from now or so, we'll uh some strange things going on in terms of RBI leaders, which will be fun to get into. But I want to start here with this. There are a couple big time prospects finally getting their call up to the majors. We've seen one for a couple days, one made his debut today. Uh, big leagues, and we don't need to get into like contract stuff. Obviously, we all know that that's garbage, and they hold on to players for a while. But but I'm interested more in the impact of these players on their team. Acuna, Acuna yes, from the Atlanta Braves, Ronald Acuna Jr., who batted like six thousand in the spring training this year, and they did the Chris Bryant treatment on him and kept him in the minors so they could hold on to him for a couple more years. Uh, he comes up, and also Glaber Torres, the uh, the big, big, big prospect for the Yankees, comes up as well, filling out an infield for the Yankees. That's like old man Didi Gregorius at short at twenty seven or right. however old he is. Yeah. <laughs> if Greg Bird was in there at first, they'd be like an average age of twenty four or something like that. And he, and Greg, I mean, not this. Sidetracked that, but Greg Bird might even be losing his job right now. So, well, I mean, I'm again not to sidetrack. I'm one of those people. I think Greg Bird might be done. It might be. We'll Un- unfortunately, I like the guy a lot. 
Uh, so I guess the reality is, is what, what do we expect from these two guys? What can they give? Uh, I think to start off personally, I would, I'm a little more interested in Torres, to be honest with you, How come? than Acuna, because the Braves are a couple years away. And I want to see what Torres can do for this Yankee team that is definitely trying to position themselves to win. So I'm a little more intrigued by that, even though I think Acuna is the better player, the better prospect, might be the more flashy. Uh, but I'm interested to see what Torres brings to the Yankees. Well, so far, it's been good. It's been great fielding, really good fielding. And he's hitting uh, 313 in his first four games. He is five, yeah, of, five of 16 with a double and an RBI. What did he do? He went like 0 for 4 in his first game, and then all of a sudden started hitting in every other game. Yeah, 0 for 4 in his first game with a strikeout and a pop-out and a double play, like all the bad things. All he the could bad do. things. And then he was 0 for 3 in the second game and got a single. And you could tell the monkey was off his back. And then yesterday, 2 for 4. Today, 2 for 4 with a double and two runs. He's hitting. They said he hit at all levels. And that's the thing that's interesting is I don't know how much of a power guy he is. He hit homers in the minors too, but mm. um, he's a five-tool kind of player. He's, he's not Mike Trout, but that's the kind of idea I have. Great fielder, good hitter. He's really fast. Um, so he, he could do everything. And the Yankees had a hole. They tried to fill it with Neil Walker. He's awful right now. Yeah. And they called up Torres. Can't even get on the field. No. He's he's playing every other game at first base, and it's just not good. And now that Torres is up and he's hitting, he's going to stay. And that just adds another bat. I don't, I don't, I, again, I don't know about his power, but another bat to a lineup that is already terrifying and not even healthy. Like, they're not even fully healthy, and they're terrifying. And I, and the fact that Brandon Drury went on the DL with the migraines and blurry vision, and Miguel Andujar came up and is just raking. Jeez, that kid. And he was their next third baseman. If he's available in fantasy, guys, go grab him. Um, and then Torres comes up. Your infield right now is Andujar, Didi, Torres, and Tyler Austin, who are all young. And Gary Sanchez, if you want to include him. Young. I'll include Sanchez. Yeah, and your outfield is Judge and Hicks and Gardner and Stanton. I mean, it's a terrifying lineup. It really is. Old man Brett Gardner over there. I know. <laughs> Jacoby on the bench can't get in because he's whippersnappers. No, because he's hurt 900 times. And he sucks. Yeah, he does suck. <laughs> I'm not I'm not afraid to say Jacoby sucks. He does suck now. But <laughs> that's the thing. It's You're right. They're a contender right now, and they just added a potential 300 hitter at second base mm -hmm. up to their lineup. And I think that's the part one of, hole they had. I, I think that's part of why I'm interested because as much as, as much as I do like this Yankee team from top to bottom, I'm not crazy about the manager. Um, I, I can live with the starting rotation. If Sonny Gray can turn it around. Uh, I'm also not really crazy about the bullpen right now. Um, I'm, 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 it's, it's early. I don't mean to overreact, but I'm, I'm a little, you know, Batances look kind of bad. I mean, Chapman, you're going to deal with Chapman, you know, Chapman's Roberts, well, yeah, Robertson's been, Robertson, Robertson's been great, you know, but there are some little things here and there that, that raise, I don't know, mini, mini tiny oh, little flags. They're not a, they're not a perfect team. Obviously they're, they're back into the rotation is really struggling right now, especially Sonny Gray. And, but they might be one of those teams that actually can hit their way out of any problem. I, and adding Torres 
reinforces that. I think that's true. I also would not be surprised if they decided to try to make a trade deadline move if they're winning a lot, but their their pitching staff struggling like it has been to acquire somebody uh, available at the trade deadline. I could certainly see that. I, I know, oh, dude. They'll they'll send Clint Frazier for they might. Cole Hamels. You know. Oh God. I know. I know. But that's that's the kind no. of trade they'll do. No, that's not the trade they'll do. <laughs> that's that's the positive thing is Brian Cashman no longer has. Steinbrenner over him, right. boarding over him, so he can kind of do what he wants. I he, guess what I'm saying he's is... He's made nothing but good trades recently. I guess what I'm saying is that they have options. They have a lot when of it comes to the bullpen, When it comes to the dra- trade deadline, the Yanks are going to be big, big-time players. They're not going to go get... You know, it's not like you're trading for Kershaw. That's not what I mean when I say big players. When I say big players, I mean they have the assets and they have the specific needs that they might actually be able to just piece together some stuff and then all of a sudden dominate everyone it's in the true. playoffs. And the, 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 As an Indians fan, I don't want to see the Yankees do anything. The I good, like them just the way they are. The I like good, them to hold stat right there. The good problem they have is they've got still one of the best farm systems in baseball, and a lot of those guys are blocked. Yep. So like you mentioned Frazier, who's finally coming back from his concussion. Or they have Estevan Florial, who's a really highly regarded center fielder. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got some good pitchers down there. That are all blocked right now. Yep. Because I mean, wasn't Torres a shortstop? Yes. Yeah. And Didi is playing too well that you can't. Oh, sorry, I, I can't imagine the Yankees let Didi go. Oh no, no, that's not what I mean. I'm just saying, like Torres. Oh yeah, hi Torres. Now that you're in AAA, you know, and you're healthy again. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go play second. Second and third. You yeah, played second and third. Yeah, we we want you to check those positions yeah. out. Because shortstop, I, I think we got that covered. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's like Giancarlo. It's like uh, you you're just DH. I think we got right field covered, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Ugh. It's uh, look, you're just like this is baseball porn for me. You're making me very excited, but um, it's a good it's a good spot to be. They have, it's what I've been calling for for a decade for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I, I hated their go out and get every good free agent and blow up the whole farm system to do it. I hated it or trade for people. Well, it, it just it, it bothered me because I knew it was short-sighted. I knew it was, we're going to try to win now every year, but when that ends, when you mess up once, all of a sudden you're winning now turns into being bad for 10 years. Well, so I, building it the right way is doing it through the farm system. I also think that we're in a new age in baseball in the sense where, like, the old guys that sign or get traded to a big time team aren't isn't that sexy anymore. No. It's it's really not. What's sexy is the young guys mm-hmm. coming up. For What's the sexy is Alex Bregman. Yeah. Like that's sexy. Okay. Corey I, Seager, uh uh Chris Taylor, Cody Bellinger on the Dodgers. Like that's sexy. It's not adding you, Darvish. There is the outlying exception. I think the Astros benefited greatly by adding Justin Verlander last year. But the days of, oh, my team just added Justin Verlander, that's kind of over. I asked this on the Facebook page for our show today, facebook.com slash 1080thefan. I said, is this the best era of young players you can remember? And we've talked about this in every single season of this that this radio show has existed. We have talked about this and said that'd be four seasons. We're still hanging on. It's like that every year. It's like wow, look at all these these great young players coming up, and they're just they're all hitting. The reason I ask that is, who is the last highly touted prospect? I'm gonna mostly go hitters here, but you can include pitchers if you'd like. Um, who got called up and completely flamed out and didn't succeed? Who's the last one? 
And don't, I'm not calling about injuries. I'm just talking about bad. They're right. not good. I have one that I can think of, and it was like five years ago. It's funny. I'm watching Corey Seager on TV right now. Yep. He panned out. He panned out. I mean, I remember, I think when this show started, we were like, there's about to be a huge wave of shortstops. There's these kids no one's ever heard of called Carlos Correa, Francisco Lindor, and Corey Seager, and they're going to be really good. And now they're just like the best. Yep. Um, um, for me, the, the answer is John Singleton on the fair Astros. I'm worried. I'm worried a little bit about uh, Byron Buxton. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. He's an amazing fielder, though. So yep. they kind of got that. He's an amazing fielder. He's really fast, but boy, he can't hit for crap. Um, but Singleton was like supposed to be the next sixty home run guy, and he just couldn't. Well, he was supposed stop to take George out. Springer's job, and Springer just won the World Series MVP. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't think of a whole lot of top prospects that flamed out. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about like, oh, they're just solid players and not great. I mean, flamed out. Yeah. Like, they just like, did done, not. Like, done, done, done. I mean, you could, again, injury is part of it. Like, Julio Arias and the Dodgers got hurt. Right. But he didn't look good when he got called up initially. But, I mean, I guess Severino did look great. It was another one I could think of. A lot of the pitchers getting called up are not doing as well as the hitters, I suppose. But it's a tough one. There's, that's why is this the best era of young players you can remember? It has to be. It's just every year it has there's to more be. top prospects and they all rake. Like when Vlad, when's Vlad Guerrero Jr. going to get called up? I'm sure he'll hit for the Blue Jays, right? I mean Acuna, who we're going to get into, which we can get into next. I mean, he's going to hit. Look at these Phillies kids. Have you seen these Phillies kids? I know they're good. They're hitting. Oh, man, let's talk about young kids. We'll do that next, and we'll come back with that. With the young kids in baseball, if you see anybody that you like or if you got any questions for us, hit us up, 55305. This is Portland Sports Leader 1080, The Fan. And You're a security guard. You have to know. Not necessarily. You have to know. Not necessarily. It's 822 here. Ford kept a lot of secrets. Uh, Ford. That guy, what a great character. They're all great characters, man. All of them. <laughs> I, I appreciate the person that texted in. We are that. talking Westworld in the break, by the way, for those who are curious. I do appreciate the person that texted in on the fan text line 55305 that we could do a show on TV shows. That makes me feel good. We could. You know, when I was doing Hunt for the Host, the first year when I lost and terribly flamed out, what it was was the club, the like club recreation. That's where I flamed out. Because it was like, oh, what do you know? That's cool. That's not sports. And I was like, nothing. I'm a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it was like, I think the question they asked me the year that I lost, it was like, uh, what happened in the 80s that should have happened now? Something like that. And I was like, Durr, Madonna's hot. <laughs> like that was it, and I just couldn't do anything. <laughs> tap tap yeah. I got music. Blah blah. Chirp <laughs> derp. Yeah, sorry, Patrick, you're going home tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went home. I saw this. Uh, this just popped across Twitter. Just uh, again, because I'm very excited about the Yankees right now. Uh, Aaron Judge was discussing after the game what the Yankees need to do to stay hot. Quote: The biggest thing is just get some runners on when Didi's hitting. That's the only thing we need to do. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. See, that's another reason why I love baseball players so much more. They're way more honest than anybody else. Yeah. Like, like, Judge isn't taking a shot at anybody. Let's not blow this up on the back page of the post or anything like that. He's just like, well, you know, I, I know what to do. Uh, let's get on base before Didi gets up because that guy is killing it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's almost like egos get more set aside and, 
you know, when you when you think of guys like like Des Bryant or, you know, things like that in other sports, the Russell Westbrooks, you know, I know there's these polarizing, they come across as more selfish athletes. There's not that much in baseball. There really isn't. And I think that's one thing that makes our sports so great is that it takes a guy, Aaron Judge is in like Gatorade commercials and I don't know, underwear commercials for all I know. A dude who is the most marketable guy on the most marketable team in all of America. And he's like, oh, how do we win? Make sure that guy keeps hitting. <laughs> you know, doesn't have to be. The, I don't need to hit bombs. If I had 250 this year and he keeps hitting 350 this year, we're going to the World Series. You know, I like that. And I think we get that out of baseball. They're more both than hitting we, better than that, though. I know. Stop it. Judge is hitting 345. Didi after today. Do you want to guess? 376. 372. Oh, man. They both have OBPs of 481 and 470. And Judge isn't even really hitting that many dingers. What's he got? Three? No, he's got six, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Seven? Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not watching enough highlights. I'm reading <laughs> box scores, but not watching enough highlights. He's got seven. Because I, I, I read box scores every day. I mean, I'm in fantasy. I read box scores every day. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's something about lets you know how good a player is. When you see, especially home run hitters, when you see the home runs they hit every single day, you know, when you flip on, you're like, oh, Judge went 475. Oh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Judge has been hitting a lot of uh, Oppo Tacos. I'm going to keep doing it um, <laughs> just to piss John off. I don't even understand Oppo Taco, but you do you. Um, he's been hitting a lot of those because it's easier. Yankee Stadium to go right field, which is opposite field for him. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of silly because he literally just sticks his bat out and it's like, home run. Think. To the right side. Um, I think you don't think he has that many because he didn't pitch well or didn't hit well in the first, like, two weeks of the season. Right, right. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, we're here. Home runs. There's a bunch of Yahoo kids walking by. Oh, they yeah. were looking in. They were like, what's going on there? And I waved, and they were like, that guy's on the radio. He's waving at us. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Total, total side thing. That's the worst part about this, man. I need hot corner after dark. Uh, but well, anyway... That's uh, you just don't want people walking by. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm sure Isaac Rob loves it. Are you being sarcastic? I don't think he minds. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know. You get a view of the the water. Come on. What about people walking by? Yeah, who cares? Yeah, good call. I don't really care either. Those seem like some nice kids. They look like they were just too young to drink, but probably drink illegally. But nobody's got a fake, and nobody's got an empty house tonight. P1 Jesse texted in. Just imagine tonight being at a ballpark right now. Amen. I would quit this show. <laughs> if baseball came to Portland. I would quit this show. <laughs> Just to be able to sit at a ballpark right now. Seriously. Jesse, I, I love you, Jesse. I loved I love I also really hate you right now because now I don't even want to do anything. There's a half hour left and I don't want to do anything. Here's Mike with sports. <laughs> You want to go to sports? It's time. I mean, I don't really care now. <laughs> I've lost all will. It was so fun. I could have just hit the button right there. Here's Michael Sports. No, I did enjoy that exercise last week where I did the close your eyes and um, picture yourself at the ballpark. I like doing that. I thought it was fun. and I, I, I enjoyed I, that, too. I, I, got, I transported myself there, too, when I was doing it. And I was like... Oh, please happen. Oh, please happen. Oh, so, please happen. Please happen. Dear God, please happen. I drive by the PPS building every day because I work out in Milwaukee. So to get to Milwaukee, I live in North Portland. So I jump on Greeley, which puts me onto I-5. And I drive by that spot every day. And since 
the like big report came out, I'm just looking at it and I'm like, okay, do I want like upper deck first base sign? Do you want left field, right field? What if they put the stadium here? You might want to sit left field instead. You want behind home plate. That's what you want. Oh, yeah. Upper deck, upper deck behind home plate. Perfect I also use. don't have a lot of money. Yeah, but upper, upper deck, deck behind, behind home, home plate, plate is not super expensive. It depends on the stadium, of course. But that's yeah. those are generally affordable, and they are the best seats in the house for being affordable because you can see the entire field. It's perfect. I do like this show from the bleachers of the game. That'd be really interesting. What if we could just set up in like the deep right field bleachers? And did our show live from there every day. Every day? It'd be really awesome when there wasn't a game. It's just us. It's like 8.30 at night. It's freezing outside. They don't have the roof over because nobody's in there and they don't care. And it's just, hey, welcome to the hot corner. I'm freezing. More like the cold. (laughs) We are cold. We are cold. And this is going nowhere. Here's Mike with Sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Full disclosure, this might be my favorite Dr. Dre beat ever. Okay. Obviously, it's a sample, but I just I dig it so hard. Okay. I have no hot takes about that, so I will I will agree. Yeah. It's the back in that old day, that old crime, that, that old crime kind of stuff. Uh, Mike, you were talking to me uh, throughout the day. We were kind of talking about uh, what what we wanted to do for the evening, and you, you mentioned talking about Westworld did not come up. <laughs> <laughs> that did not. No, no, we t- we took a turn there, and I know a lot of you really want us to get on a lost tangent again, uh, but uh, I just I, I don't find that uh, captivating radio because I just get salty and curmudgeon. And if you really want to know how I feel about Lost, you can text put, me. Put it on the board. Yes. Five. Yeah. You can put it on the board. You can put it on the board. Yeah. It's an A-bomb from A-Rod. I also feel that way about it. Non si può stoppalo. Is that the bad call? That's the Giancarlo that's, Stanton that's call. The, that's the, Gian, the, the Giancarlo Lynch, the Mike Stanton. I like that Giancarlo Lynch is a good nickname, but Mike Stanton's like actually his name, so it doesn't work as well. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Mike brought up to me, he was like, oh, you know, I think we should talk about RBI leaders so far. It's kind of a weird thing. And I was like, Mike, RBIs happen all the time. Like, what are you, what are, what are you talking about here? The, so, the league leaders in RBIs this year. So I pulled it up, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, maybe this is worth talking about. Well, yeah, that's, that's the thing. If there's a... Now there's a couple of big names, although when this uh, when I first saw this yesterday, it was not the case. Actually, it's not the case. Here are your top five RBI leaders in the major leagues right now. You ready? Why don't you just name all the guys with over 20? The, okay. Um, that's the top six then. Um, Didi Gregorius leads 29. Jed Lowry, Mitch Hanniger, and Javi Baez have 24. I love it. Chris Davis with a K has 23. That's two two A's up there, by the way. And then Joanna Cespedes has 21. That's, uh, that's your leaders right there. That is a shortstop, a shortstop, a shortstop, a power-hitting outfielder, and a young power-hitting outfielder. That's it. Like, it, I, I know it's going to change. I, but just looking at it, it popped up on a game I was watching the other day. I can't remember what it was. And it was like current RBI leaders. And I was like, 
What? <laughs> yeah. Jed Lowry? I mean, I know Didi's playing well, but Didi is leading the league in RBIs? Well, and then the other interesting thing. Mitch to, Hanniger is 24? Well, the other thing that's interesting to look at these two is like, look at how many home runs these guys have. Javi Baez has seven home runs. Yeah, he's having a great year. What did he have last year? 17? I will double check. For but you. I mean, but that, that's what I mean. You know, how many last home runs? Last year he had 23. 23? Surprising. He's a third of the way there. Yeah. Uh, D.D. Gregorius, I mean, he's on pace to hit, what, 40 bombs right now at this rate? What does he have now? He's got nine he's already. Got, he's it's got not even nine. a month into the season. Did he hit one today? Yeah. Yeah. He's hit one in four straight games. Yeah. He's got nine. Last year, he hit 25. So. Last year, he had 87 RBIs, which is his career high. He already has 29. By the way, I don't want to get Mariner Boner in a pants or anything like that, but uh, Mitch Haniger. Really good, is he? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not questioning. I'm just throwing that out there. I think he's really good because remember, before he got hurt last year, he was hitting pretty well. Yeah, and he was the he was the prospect in the Walker deal. Yes. By the way, he's got Tommy John, so Mariners win a trade. Yay! They got Gene Segura in that one too. Yeah, they yay. really they really won. They a trade. really did win a trade. Yay! The Diamondbacks can't trade at all. No, <laughs> no, they can't. Sorry. Here's all of our prospects for Shelby Miller. Okay, bye. Uh, <laughs> Dancer Swanson's on the starting shortstop for the Braves, and he's hitting well. But we have no. Zach Greinke. He's 34 and gets and hit. He's not pitching well. <laughs> So yeah, they're they're pretty bad at trading too. But boy, JD looks good in a Red Sox uniform. <laughs> I told you, don't slip that past me as if you were oh, pretending like he was a bad hitter. Dang it, I was trying. I was don't trying. slip it past the, right. the goalie there. Right. Um, really, don't do that. But uh, Mitch Haniger, I think is really good. I think he his injury kind of changed him last year. Maybe made him not swing the same way, or maybe mm -hmm. he wasn't fully healthy. But he's a good hitter. And he was on a like a three or four home run in a row streak there just this week. So he's good. I guess when it comes to these RBI leaders, you know, like whether it's DD, I mean, Chad Lowry really jumps off the page to me. Um, obviously Javi's played well, Hanniger's played well. I think I think what really jumps out at me with a lot of these guys is really the long ball for him. It's not even just the number of RBIs. Because you look at like Didi Gregorius, and if you were to tell me that you know, we're the 25th of April, we're three, four weeks into the season, and Didi's leading the league with 27 RBIs, batting 347, I'd be like, oh, that's a pretty good start for him. 372. But then, oh, sorry, I'm looking at RBIs. I'm looking at yesterday's stats. <laughs> I'm not I'm not real time over here. Okay? You went three for three with two walks as well today on uh, base all five times because he's a great player and I love him. But I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked. Oh, okay, he's hitting well. He's on a stacked offensive right. team. Javi Baez is the same way with twenty four RBIs as of yesterday, batting about three hundred on a stacked offensive team. That doesn't really shock me. But Lowry, Lowry shocks me. Three fifty two, six homers, twenty four ribbies. But I think the biggest thing in all these guys that you don't expect to be up here—the Hanegers, the Baez, the Lowrys, and the Gregorius—is how many home runs. I mean, the fact that Javi Baez has seven, Hanniger has eight home runs. Lowry has six. Lowry has, has nine. Yeah, Lowry probably hit 15 last year. Chris and, Davis has seven, although he's a home run hitter. He's a home run hitter, and Cespedes, he's got five. But, I mean, Bryce Harper is out of the 20 RBI club, and he has eight home runs. You know, so he's up there in home runs but doesn't have the RBIs. He's got 19 right now. That, that's, that's a little more what you would expect 
from from dudes. But to see Mitch Haniger, I've got I'm I'm 25 of 78 with 24 RBIs and eight dingers. That's ridiculous. It is. It really is. The home run is what jumps out to me. And none of these teams are offensive juggernauts. I mean, even the Yankees aren't putting up tons of runs every game. They've had games with huge bursts. Not the, yet. the Cubs have had games of huge bursts, but they're not, you know, they're not averaging eight runs a game. So the fact that Baez and Gregorius are doing this just goes to show you how well they've started. Patrick, I hate to break it to you, but the Yankees lead the majors in runs scored. Dang it. By a lot. <laughs> They have 142. The next highest is the Red Sox with 131. Well, the Red Sox suck, so. But they don't. It's their fault. Although they lose, they they lost three of the last four, which made me happy. But Good. Yeah, they they lead the majors in, in runs scored. So. Well, I was hoping I knew something. The Yankee don't poo poo their. It's good, man. It's a scary lineup. I'm not. I'm not poo pooing your Yankees. I was trying to sound smart and make up a stat that I didn't know if it was true or not, and just bank on the fact that it wasn't, and I was wrong. Did you bank on the fact that I wouldn't check? No, I just go all agreeable. No, I just am that arrogant. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm more of a Bryce Harper today than a Manny Machado. I'm a lot more arrogant and cocky than I am flashy and entertaining. (laughs) Do you know how many runs the Indians have? Six. (laughs) Got four today. Six on the season. Somehow we're 500. 77. 77. You only well, gave uh, up 66, though. I just I just want to know how many dudes on the Indians are batting over, uh, let's say, 220. I'm going to go with Michael Brantley. Okay. And um, over 220. Can I? How about over 230? I'll give you that. Okay. Over 230, I'm going to go with Michael Brantley. You have one, two, three, four, five hitters batting over 230. Oh, we must have had an offensive juggernaut the uh, last few days. But only. Two of them are everyday players, and the rest are more rotational. Oh, okay, okay. So only two everyday players. Brantley's one. I'm not counting him as everyday because he has eight less games played than the top guy. Oh, dang. Then uh, let's see. Well, gosh, it's this is really tough. Jan Gomes. Nope. Um, Jose Ramirez. Oh, nice. Hitting 265. Turn around. All right, baby. You were like 190 a week ago. And Bradley Zimmer is hitting 271. The others who are more rotational are Michael Brantley, 315, Tyler Naquin, 279, and Lonnie Chisenhall, 235. Bunch of rotating outfielders. Yeah, I dumped it. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And then everyone else is below 230. Everybody else below 230. Below 230. That's how we do things. You guys got a lot of starters below 200. Yeah, yet somehow they Edwin uh, Encarnacion, 173. I think, I think they're Rajai the Rajai old... Davis, 162. Jason Kipnis, 159. Think... Brandon Geyer, 147. He had a dinger today. So did <laughs> EE and so did Frankie. <laughs> I think they're the only team that's like a team batting average of under 230 yet is over 500. <laughs> yeah, it's like the only team in baseball. It's yeah, like, it's, we it's can't bad. hit, but we win games somehow. Because we pitch really, really Cause well. Because Corey Kluber is going to win another Cy Young. Yup. Yeah. All right, when we come back, we'll finish this bad boy up, and we'll make it up as we always do. That's next. That's Mike Lynch behind the glass tonight. I'm Patrick Harris. This is the Hot Corner 1080, The Fan. Um. This 
is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Last little bit of the show. We'll be back next week at Wednesday, 7 to 9. Hopefully the fish, the three, will feel better. We wish you the best, my friend. Mike, did you know that D.D. Gregorius is the first shortstop in Yankee history to hit four home runs in four straight games? I did. To hit a home run in four straight games. I did. It's impressive. They had a few shortstops in their days at the old Yankee Stadium. Do you remember everybody going, man, don't envy D.D. Gregorius trying to take over for Derek Jeter? How many shortstops can you name? Dare I say he's... In Yanks. Mike, don't open that can, dude. I'm looking out for you as a friend. Not that I disagree. I just like Mike, don't walk down that path. I just uh I just love him. How many I love him so much. How many shortstops in Yankee history can you name? I think I have three. Jeter. Um Phil Rizzuto. Okay, I got four. Bucky Dent. Is he a shortstop? Yeah, I think so. Sort of th- was he third or short? He was an infielder, right? He was an infielder, but I don't remember him being short. Uh, who am I forgetting? Well, Didi. Well, okay, I wasn't counting Didi, but yeah. He's, he's a shortstop for the Yankees. Well, I, I wasn't counting him, though, like, because you said in the past. So that's, what, that's what I was Oh, thinking. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I guess that's it. Let me look up a list, see if I can f- pop up my head anymore. I only got Phil Riz... Derek Jeter, D.D. Gregorius, and even though he didn't play it, Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> and he was a shortstop. He just played third. Yeah, but he's not a shortstop. Uh, yeah, he's a shortstop. Alex will always and forever be a shortstop. Are we missing anybody crazy? I mean, No, man. They've never had big shortstops. The only big shortstop they ever had in their life. It's an A-bomb from A-Rod. Was that guy. He didn't even play short. Just scrolling, scrolling. Billy Martin played second, I believe. Scrolling, scrolling. There, I saw. This, there's this guy in this list. Tony Kubek is a guy who made a top five shortstop list, and I'm like, who? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah, Bucky Dent, seventy-seven to eighty-two. Oh, I didn't know Dent was a shortstop. He's a small guy, so obviously, I thought he was infield. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, Pete Cosmo played there for a couple of years. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Yeah, there's not. You're right. It's not a. It's not a position with a lot of history there. No, I mean, I would say, I mean, aren't outside of why well, it's hard to say outside of, but outside of Ruth and Garrick, they're all outfielders usually, right? And Jeter. I mean, Barra, Yogi Barra, catcher. catchers, Munson, yeah, Barra, Posada. I don't. Munson doesn't get the the respect in that way. Just, I mean. He gets respect well, for Yankee he fans because he died, but he never got a chance to truly be like a great catcher necessarily. I, I view I view Thurman Munson as a great catcher. Okay. Yeah. But to me, it's Yogi Bear and everyone else. Uh, and that's fine. Posada was good, right. but not outstanding. And Posada's not a Hall of Famer, but, no. but Posada is a, a legend. Thurman Munson was a good catcher. Yep. He was a very good catcher. Died in a plane crash, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. So, uh, so did Roberto Clemente. Great, uh, great mustache. What a Roy Halliday. Great mustache on Thurman. Man, really? It's this true. Always, this always bums me out thinking about Roy Halliday. Yeah, me too. It reminds me of uh, that rotation with the Phillies, though, and that makes me a little happy inside. Cliff Lee, Cole Hamels. 
Yep. Roy Halladay. Roy Halladay. Wasn't Roy Oswald on that one too? Uh, yeah, yeah. Roy Oswald. <laughs> Their closer was Brad Lidge. Uh, I believe what happened is is they lost to you guys, and then the next year flip it. They beat. Sorry, they beat. They beat the Rays, and then the next year I think they got Cliff Lee, and lost to you guys. Yes, because Cliff Lee never won a title. Yes, was it the Rays they beat in 08? Yeah. Okay. Worst worst World Series I've ever seen. Worse than Rockies Red Sox. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty bad. There were no rain delays in that, so <laughs> that's true. <laughs> rain delays in the World Series are pretty. Weren't brutal. there postponed games in that? Yeah, World that's yeah. what I mean. Like that's like, wait, I'm gonna watch a World Series game tomorrow in the seventh inning. What? I don't like that. No, that doesn't feel right at yeah, all. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. This game sucks. I'm out of here. <laughs> yep, that that reminds me of that great staff. Though I remember. How many times have we had it where it's been, this is the greatest pitching staff ever, and it never pans out? Phillies. Marlins. Marlins. Josh yeah. Beckett. You know, Carl Pavano, A.J. Burnett, the next great thing. I mean, you've got the Nationals when they had, I mean, they still kind of have them all. Scherzer and Strasburg and Geo and... Um, Tanner Rourke and... There was one more, though, not Tanner Rourke. There was one more in that... Rotation that was like really good, and you were like, "Oh my god, they're going to be amazing!" And they suck. Oh, Jordan Zimmerman. Oh yeah, Jordan Zimmerman. He was oh, really good. Boy, he sucks. Now he does. Yeah. He sucks really bad. I'm so glad he's a tiger. It makes me so happy that he's a tiger. Um, who else? What were some other good staffs? I mean, if you think about it, one one of the greatest staffs ever, Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz. They only won one title. I mean, they're all Hall of Famers. I'm not dogging them, but that's true. They only won one title. Yeah. I did see uh I did see a replay of David Wells throwing his last pitch in the perfect game. Boy, what a fat head. He Hung was. over, sweating alcohol out of his pores <laughs> like a mo. Somebody uh, asked us on the on primetime today who had the least pitches in a perfect game. And I went and I researched it. I wonder, I mean, you might be able to guess. Probably not. There's there's one in recent memory, and then there's one like in 1908. Of a perfect or a no-no? Perfect. Of a perfect. Well, there's only 28. Yep. Easier to find out. Easier to figure out. I mean, I've only seen probably, what, five in my day? Okay. But you've seen highlights of many, if not all. Yeah. Oh, I've seen highlights of all of them. I don't know the answer to this. It, for the recent memory, David Cohn. Ah, 88 pitches. I was going to, like, David Cohn is a guy that makes sense because he was so meticulous with how he pitched. Yeah. 88 pitches. 88? Yeah, there was a guy in 1908 who had 76, but I didn't know who it was. Is so. that guy named Christy Mathewson? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> He's the only guy I know that played in 1908. Jimmy Fox, not a pitcher, but he could have. I don't know. Joe Left Leg Brunson. <laughs> All right, all right. For Mike Lynch, I'm Patrick Harris. We'll be back next week, and uh, we'll do this bad boy all over again. Uh, go do something I would do. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.